Hello and welcome to Ninth Seed. I'm your host, Moose Huerta. Thank you for joining me for the very first episode of this podcast. A little bit about myself. I'm a huge NBA fan, and while I love talking to friends and fellow fans about things like free agency, trades, team construction, and matchups, that will not be the focus of this podcast. I originally wanted to make Ninth Seed a self-published basketball magazine, so I enlisted the help of friends who are writers and photographers because we wanted to document nuanced basketball stories. However, a self-funded magazine moves very slow, and a podcast with a website is the perfect platform for what I want to do. I just couldn't find any basketball podcasts that took that kind of storytelling approach to crazy, eccentric stories that make the NBA the best league out there. My goal for Ninth Seed is to be a podcast that'll engage the NBA superfan, but at the same time, I want it to be interesting to someone that knows very little about basketball. This episode will serve as a preview of what you can expect from this podcast. In order to do that, I'll be sharing the topics of episode two and three. Episode two revolves around the NBA in 1994 and its very loose connection to the start of the post-grunge music era. Then we'll take a crash course in European professional basketball and touch on how it relates to the NBA. This sets us up for our preview of episode three, where I travel to Barcelona to watch Real Madrid take on FC Barcelona. The name Ninth Seed is meant to be a metaphor for where the true fan lives. But before I can fully explain it, I need to give it some context. And to help us with that, we'll be listening to a clip of the former head coach of the Detroit Pistons, the one and only infamous Stan Van Gundy. We feel like we have a good team. We talked about the things that need to be done to uh, to get to where we want to go. We've spent three years basically hanging around that middle of the pack in the East, eight, nine, ten, right in there. How do you climb out of that and get up to the middle of the playoff pack at least and and so those are the things that we talked about about what needs to be done that clip was from the detroit pistons 2018 exit interviews exit interviews are where players and coaching staff talk about the season that just wrapped up and describe what they'd like to work on for the upcoming season unfortunately for stan he was let go a week or two after that interview as he had mentioned in the clip the pistons were in the middle of the eastern conference pack for too long and that ultimately cost him his job Stan just couldn't break the Pistons out of what is considered to be NBA purgatory. Now, in the Western Conference, it's a similar story with the Denver Nuggets. As, as disappointed as we are, as disappointed as our fans are, and uh, not making the playoffs, uh, I will not let that define the year. Um, you know, for us to go 46 and 36, uh, we're one of three teams in the NBA in the last three years that's improved every season. Uh, that, that to me is a major accomplishment. When I got here, this team had won 30 games. We won 46. That is a 16-game improvement. Uh, the culture has improved. Our players have improved. Um, we had 14 sellouts this year compared to three last year. I think basketball um, became fun and exciting in Denver once again, and our fans were a big part of that. Uh, so I understand the emotion. I understand the uh, frustration, uh, but we all share in that. And all I can tell you is this. Um, we're heading in the right direction. We're getting better. We improved in a lot of areas this year. Our players improved. I mean, look at the year that you Mike Malone, head coach of the Denver Nuggets, continues to go into more stats and reasons why they should consider this past season a success. If he sounds defensive, well, it's because the Nuggets just missed the playoffs last year by also finishing ninth in their conference. Multiple years of being in the middle of the pack can be very frustrating, frustrating for the fan base, the team, 
and most importantly, the ownership group. It can cost a head coach their job. I think the Nuggets' path to the playoffs got harder and not easier this offseason because the Western Conference got stronger with LeBron James joining the Lakers. Last season's 11th place Lakers will be in contention for the 8th seed this season. I'll quickly try to explain the NBA playoff and draft lottery systems. In the playoffs, the top eight teams in each conference qualify to play in the playoffs and are seeded according to their record. The idea is that the best records are rewarded with the path of least resistance to the conference finals. For example, the team with the best record gets the number one seed, and in the first round, they get to play against the team with the eighth best record, which is the eighth seed. Now, the draft lottery structure is the complete opposite. In the NBA, where one star player can change the balance of power in the league, fortunes rest on the bounce of a ball. Teams with the league's worst records get rewarded with higher odds of obtaining the draft rights to a top three pick. Teams that just miss the playoffs, like Detroit and Denver, have a less than 2% chance of getting a top three pick. Whereas a team like Phoenix, owner of this past season's worst record, have a 64% chance of getting a top three pick. The idea is to help create league equilibrium by giving bad teams a strong chance of obtaining a future superstar. Some examples of top three picks are LeBron James, the number one pick in 2003, Kevin Durant, the number two pick in 2007, and the most legendary number three pick of all time, Michael Jordan, in 1984. All-stars, finals MVPs, all that have won multiple championships. Now, when it comes to the 13th or 14th pick in the draft, which is the end of the lottery selection, most teams and fan bases hope for a player that could be a solid contributor, maybe a starter, but rarely an all-star. Of course, there's always exceptions. With the 13th pick in the 2017 NBA draft, the Denver Nuggets select Donovan Mitchell from the University of Louisville. So the Nuggets had Donovan Mitchell to that already crowded backcourt. Now, we saw him at the draft combine show off his athleticism. He led all the combine participants with a standing vertical 36 and a half inches, three-quarter court sprint in just over three seconds. Now, I mentioned that crowded backcourt in Denver. Jeff Goodman, now Donovan Mitchell's going to put on a Nuggets cap. Is he going to keep it for the long haul? He is not, Reese. He's going to Utah for the 24th pick and Trey Lyles. So Donovan Mitchell already aware he is headed to Utah, not Denver, for the 24th pick and young forward Trey Lyles. Unfortunately for the Denver Nuggets, they traded away their 2017 draft pick, Donovan Mitchell, to the Utah Jazz. Donovan was the 13th overall pick and was one of those rare exceptions. He led the Utah Jazz into the second round of the playoffs. He won the slam dunk contest, and he was runner-up for Rookie of the Year, only because second-year player Ben Simmons got reclassified as a rookie because he was injured his first year in the league. Donovan Mitchell should have been the first pick in the 2017 draft. So, if your favorite team is in ninth or 10th place in their conference, it's a tough spot to be for all involved. You don't have the playoffs or a hotshot draft pick to look forward to. And even if your team is in eighth seed, all you really have to look forward to is a first-round ass-whooping from the number one seed. The term ninth seed isn't something that exists in the NBA. There's an eighth seed, and then there's ninth place. If your team is in ninth place, you hope your team drafts that diamond in the rough that should have been a number one pick, 
Or maybe they draft that mysterious European player that could be the next Greek freak and hopefully not the next Darko Milicic. So that's why I use ninth seed as a metaphor for where the true fan lives. You're hoping for progress, and at the very least, you keep yourself entertained. We're going to change gears a little bit from all the NBA talk and talk about music. The title of this episode is Specifics on the General Idea. It's in reference to the song Car that you just heard from Built to Spill, and it was released in 1994. The lead singer of Built to Spill, Doug Marsh, is a fellow NBA fan, a Portland Trailblazers fan to be exact, where he's lived for a while, but he's originally from Boise, Idaho. Here's an excerpt from an interview by Alternative Side with Marsh at South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. When I was young, I was, I thought about music all the time, and I don't do that as much anymore. So what is occupying your mind these days aside from music? It's like stuff that you don't even want to hear about. <laughs> I want to hear about it. Give me <laughs> nothing, a couple of things. Nothing very interesting. Kitties. Kitties. Is this a cat? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yes. You're a big fan of cats, aren't you? Yeah, I like cats. I know, I know you do, because I've been to many of your shows and I've seen projections of cats. Oh, uh, yeah. Are you taking this footage yourself? No, no. I, I got it from, like, America's Funniest Animals or some something like that. Doug Marsh didn't think that being a big fan of the NBA, who loves to play basketball, would be interesting to this reporter. I discovered Built to Spill in the late 90s, and I discovered that Doug was an NBA fan when I started seeing photos of him wearing Trailblazer jerseys while on tour. In episode two, we will discuss the 1994 Seattle Supersonics, Oasis from Manchester, England, and the post-grunge music era. It's mostly an excuse to listen to an anecdotal nine-song playlist that has some very loose connections, but more like parallels to the NBA. Now, to set the mood for the preview of the third episode, we'll be listening to the ironically bad rap music from the Turkish Airlines EuroLeague promotional video titled Game On. What are you looking at? You better watch this. I know you idolize me, so here's a sweet kiss. Did you say kiss? Don't let my sweet face fool ya. I'll throw you on the court, and I'll be quick to school ya. You're talking trash, kid. Show some respect. When I step out and play, the crowd go, yeah. Game on, game on. Pass it like a ball, tuck it like a ball. Bring your best game on. Those three voices, beyond being horrible rappers, are Spaniard point guard Sergio Rodriguez, who plays for Cheska Moscow, which is a team in the Russian League. He was a late first-round pick in 2006. He's probably best known for his three years with the Portland Trailblazers. Then there's Lithuanian small forward Edgaris Ulanovas, who plays for BC Zalgiris of the Lithuanian Basketball League. He went undrafted in 2014, but he's a four-time Lithuanian League champion. And last but not least, American point guard Norris Cole, who played for Maccabi Tel Aviv in the Israeli League. He was the backup point guard for the LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, uh, Miami Heat super team 
that won back-to-back titles in 2012 and 13. Now, the inverse of those three examples would be European players that are current all-stars in the NBA. Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak of the Milwaukee Bucks from Athens, Greece, he played for a team called Philatlitikos, probably butchered that, but they're in the Greek B-League. And then there's Kristaps Porzingis, the Latvian unicorn of the New York Knicks from Lipa, Latvia. He played for Sevilla, which is now called Real Betis, a team in the Spanish ACB League. Both of these NBA All-Stars never played a single EuroLeague game because their teams weren't good enough to qualify in order to compete in the EuroLeague. But then there's the Slovenian wonderboy Luka Doncic from Lubanja, Slovenia, who is starting his rookie season for the Dallas Mavericks. He has played a total of 80 EuroLeague games in his teenage career at Real Madrid. This is over, and Real Madrid has taken the trophy from Fenerbahce Dos Istanbul with a fantastic performance of team basketball tonight to become the new Turkish Airlines EuroLeague champions. Those were the final seconds of the 2018 EuroLeague Finals, where Real Madrid defeated the defending champion Fenerbahce Istanbul. Not only did Real Madrid win the title, but Luka Doncic was the Finals MVP and the League MVP all at age 19. Basketball operates exactly like soccer in Europe. National leagues play to qualify for a top-tier inter-European league. In soccer, it's the UEFA's Champions League, and in basketball, it's the Turkish Airlines EuroLeague. However, Turkish Airlines is a sponsor, and EuroLeague is the league. The league offices are actually located in Spain and not Turkey. But before I knew anything about European basketball, I knew that I should use soccer as a template. El Barça Lassa se llevó el primer clásico de la Liga Andesa tras vencer al Real Madrid por 85-75 en el Palablaurana. For my first European basketball game, I chose to go see Real Madrid Baloncesto play against FC Barcelona Lassa in Barcelona. Whenever those two teams match up against each other, it's called the Clásico, which is regarded to be one of the biggest rivalries in sports. And as I'd mentioned at the start of the podcast, I originally wanted Ninth Seed to be a magazine, So I flew to Barcelona with my friend and photographer Colin Sussingham, where we unknowingly were lucky enough to watch a 17-year-old Luka Doncic play before all the NBA hype started and before he was drafted third overall for the Dallas Mavericks. We'll talk about that trip and more in our third episode. Thanks for listening to our first episode. Every audio track that we referenced in this episode is posted on ninthseed.com under episode one, specifics on the general idea. We've also included some extra videos and links in there for your enjoyment. You can listen to Ninth Seed on Anchor, the easiest way to podcast ever, and wherever else you get your podcasts. You can learn more about Anchor by going to anchor.fm. A big thank you to Dustin Franks for our original theme music, which is Copa Nova by Los Rios.